Happy Sunday, Tampa Bay. We're with you for another week here on the Duncan Duo Show to talk about the Tampa Bay real estate market like we are every Sunday at 10 a.m. Always spitting out the real estate stats and information about everything going on in real estate when we aren't on air. Make sure to follow us at The Duncan Duo, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook. We are on all the social media channels. Again, make sure to follow us at the Duncan Duo. Lots of exciting stuff going on in real estate right now. And one of the things we're going to talk about today is our real estate stats. But before I talk about that, I want to talk about two initiatives at my team um, that I think are important for uh, for two people, either prospective people thinking about selling their home in the next um, you know three to six months uh, or longer, and then people that are thinking about getting into real estate or changing real estate companies. The first is our home seller workshop. Um, this is a uh, an information only event where you can register, uh, you can come out, and you can get relevant real estate stats, information, and tips about how to maximize your home sale, get the most out of your home sale, and sell your home effectively. We also give you tips on how to navigate through instant cash offers, how out out through selling to an investor, through staging your home and doing creative uh, conditioning things to get your home ready for sale. Again, you can do that at theduncanduo.com. There's a little circular icon. If you scroll down, uh, just maybe a couple clicks down the page, off to the right, it says Home Seller Workshop. You can click that and you can register there. Uh, the other thing is uh, jointheduo.com. We have a career night on the second Tuesday of every month. Obviously, uh, that is coming up. And um, if you're thinking about getting into real estate, uh, thinking about changing companies, it is the perfect place to go. Again, at jointheduo.com, the second Tuesday of each month, you can apply for any of our open positions. And our upcoming career night focuses on our scholarship program. So if you're someone thinking about getting into real estate, but you're like, oh man, I don't want to deal with the the cost of getting into real estate, we can help you with that. Um, again, it's a uh, qualification process. Not everyone will fit into our scholarship program, um, but we are looking for um, you know some um, you know something that you have to bring to the table: your energy, uh, your background. Um, and again, you can find out more about that at Join the Duo. You can register for our current night, and learn more about our scholarship program. So I've got Josh Goodwin with Goodwin Mortgage Group on with this, uh, co-hosting with me like he does every Sunday. And Josh, um, we were. Uh, we we always talk cool cars, right? I mean, we always do talk about our cars and stuff. You've got a cool thing you're doing with a car. I'm doing the uh, there's a there's a car show coming up that I'm going to. I was just in. Um, uh, I just went to Universal Studios and saw like some of the Fast and Furious. Um, That's awesome. You know, some of the Fast and Furious screen used cars, and uh, there's always cool car stuff going on. Um, we had uh, Sean Murphy from Paddock One uh, Garage Condos on, which is a great show, uh, talking about kind of the. Um, the blend between you know kind of cars and real estate and how there's literally a real estate segment now dedicated to car culture yeah, whether it's correct. car condos car storage racetracks yeah. with developments and homes being built on them um you know and and so it's it's its own little new subset of of real estate that we both obviously have a strong interest in a huge love for so you're going to get a childhood car a childhood yeah dream car uh pretty soon and i did that my childhood dream car was my supra yeah so i have a 1996 supra that i bought and i remember when i was in high school so i you know i've kind of told the story before but i did not grow up with money my parent my dad was a factory worker my mom was a waitress and they lived paycheck to paycheck and there were plenty of times that the lights got shut off 
we had to boil water to take a bath. Like there were there were plenty of times where it was rough in my childhood. But I remember going to high school and there was a kid in my high school that for his 16th birthday got a got a Toyota Supra Seriously. with a big bow in the parking lot. His <clears throat> his parents were like wealthy and you know all, you know. Anyway, I remember seeing that car and being like, oh my god, I want one someday. And then. Of course, it became famous with the Fast and Furious movies, and I just always wanted one, and I, I got one several years ago. So your STI is kind of like that for you, and you've got one that you found that you're you're heading to New York to buy. Yep, that's uh, I, I always I was actually talking to my buddy about it on the way up here, and his neighbor had one, Rally Blue Gold Wheels, and he took us out, and I was like, oh my god, those things are so cool, is it, like the off roading capabilities. The off, it, it's, it, that's all great, but it's it's the nostalgia for yeah, me. Yeah. Like, CD player, yeah, no technology. Yeah, so I have a, I have a. The other thing for me is I love Japanese car culture. Like yep. I love Japanese cars, and one of my favorite vacations ever was going to Japan. And I didn't expect it to be. Um, I expected to not enjoy it. Frankly, um, was going with four women and just me, or I guess you could say two teenage, two teenage <laughs> girls and two women, and and I really wasn't looking forward to it. It's probably my favorite, the my most favorite place I've ever visited. But I uh, this year I bought a right hand drive Nissan Stagia, which is a wagon. Yeah. And it's got a Skyline conversion kit, so it looks like a Skyline is in the front of the car. One? Yeah, it's a white wagon. Is that right-hand drive? It is right-hand drive. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's right-hand drive. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so I bought it because I wanted to get used to driving right-hand drive, but it's it's automatic. So mm. I'm I'm eventually going to have an R34 GTR when they're when they're able to be when they're able to come in legally. Yep. And um, you know, so I figured step one of because that's going to be fully manual. So I'm going to be right-hand drive and with the left hand, it'll be have you it'll ever be done odd. That? I have. Uh, and I was terrible. Really? So I started with the because I think you're not used to your. It's two things you have to get used to: driving on the right hand side and then shifting. You know, with shifting your left hand. with your left hand. And so, yes, yeah, so first is sixth. Yeah, it's it's different. So so I think um, so. What I did was I just, the Stagio for me was like step one. Okay, I'm going to get used to driving on the right hand side, right. and then when I add the manual piece with the GTR, it won't be as you know, it won't be as hard to you you're not learning to, to daily things. to daily drive it. You know, because there's a lot of people that will take those cars, and yeah, you can take them out on the track or you know take take them out in a straight line and drive it. But like to me, like I want to drive it around. Yeah, you know, like so so like driving and you know going not from a launch perspective, no, but from, from just a, a slow <laughs> from a slow takeoff at a stoplight. Is 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 something to get used to. So yeah, so I'm so I'm excited about that. Well, I want to transition to uh, our real estate stats and our market. Um, you know, we could sit here and talk about cars all day, but this is the real estate show, so we want to make sure to keep giving you real estate insight and information. And so, uh, the Tampa real estate stats come out every month, and they're a little bit behind. So, like for example, the the June stats come out kind of late July. Yep. The July stats come out kind of mid-late August. So the most recent stats for us, we had 3,528 monthly sales in June. Now, how does that compare to last year? It is, uh, It was about 7% off of last year and about uh, 9% off of the, or no, about 11% off of 2021. So fewer sales. But if you look back, I, I seem to remember... Um, years like 2019 and 2018 being be pretty good real estate years. They weren't they weren't like record breaking, but they were still healthy real Consistent. estate years. And that's where we're at. We're we're back to where we were, you know, four and five years ago. And what we're seeing is um, agents getting out of the business because there aren't as many transactions. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're seeing a lot of 
high-producing teams and brokerages do a lot fewer units, but because the prices are up, they're they're still doing well and and they're hanging around. GCI so is still good. Yeah, yeah. So you look at, um, for example, uh, our average sale price, which kind of drives the the commission income. Four hundred and seventy-two thousand seven hundred this year. Now, last year it was four eighty-one. So year over year, we've seen a drop. But if you compare it to twenty twenty-one, we were three seventy-four, and twenty twenty we were three twenty-one. So we're up substantially in price in two years. Now, again, the last year we're down. But interestingly enough, when I look at the uh, the stats, when I look at the four seventy-two, it's actually the highest average sale price of this year. So what we saw, we saw the biggest part of our market lose price value. The biggest depreciation in our market was late last year and early this year. And yeah. since then, the monthly average sale price has been has been climbing again. Yep. So I remember when I got in the business, the average sales price was like low two hundreds. Dude, you don't even want to know about mine. <laughs> so my first year that I did a hundred deals, so uh, it was two thousand. It was oh nine or ten. And it was a lot of short sales. And my average sale price was 91000 Get the hell out of here. I was selling wheel estate. <laughs> <laughs> I was selling trailers, baby. You, you bring me out to Dover and Plan C, I was selling, I was selling everything I could sell, man. And wheel so, estate. I like so that. So, yeah, I, I, I had no shame in my game. We sold we sold over 100 homes and for like nine, $9.1 Now it's like, well, I have $9.1 in a week sometimes. Correct. You know, like, so, but but the reality is, is that prices have risen pretty dramatically here. And and again, we took a hit early in the year, but it looks like we're back on the appreciation yeah. path. If you look at so so to give you an example, January of this year four thirty two, February four twenty seven, March four thirty nine, April four fifty three, May four fifty six, June four seventy two. So we're back to seeing prices kind of climbing again. And and again, with inflation and with a lot of other economic issues, I suspect us to continue to see appreciation. Now, are we going to see 27 to 32% that we saw in 22 and 21? No. But we're going to see 5%, you know, something like Healthy. that I think is, is super reasonable yeah. to expect. Um, and so, um, you know, looking at some other parts of the statistics, uh, average days on market is 52 List to sale price ratio ninety eight percent. So everyone that thinks the market has crashed and you can get homes for twenty and thirty percent off, it's just not happening. And the main reason for that: low inventory, one point nine three months supply of inventory. Sellers just aren't putting their homes on the market. And people think like, oh, is there some sort of, you know, pent up foreclosure demand? No, there, there's not. Um, what the basic premise of is, is that people don't want to sell. Their, they're not motivated to sell their home that they have a 3% interest rate on to go buy something in the sevens. Correct. It does not make any sense economically for them. And until rates drop some, we're going to be in this low supply market, which is going to probably hold back sales. Um, so, so for our market to pick back up, we need more home sellers, but we also need lower rates for more buyers to Correct. say, yeah, I'd like to buy. So it's both of those things are impacting the supply and demand curve. I mean, let's touch on that for a second. So there's definitely more foreclosure filings happening, but there's so much value in these homes. That correct. There's more foreclosure filings happening, but the banks aren't going to end up going all the way to foreclosure. No. They're going to do a workout of forbearance, or they're going to do a short sale. Yeah. So there, and, and again, will there be more foreclosures? Yes. 
Okay, there will. E- the economics of it show that there will. But is there going to be some massive amount of them that causes some sort of- I don't of, think so. No, I don't think so either. I don't think the economics support it, and I don't think the inflation well, and prices rising support it, at least right now. Correct. I, I can't say what happens in the next election and all that kind of stuff. I mean, certainly I can see it in the future, but I don't see it right now. As right it now. In the, right. In, in, the, in the near-term future, and not only that, but you, know, you brought up people are looking for a deal- Oh, we're going to wait till foreclosures come. There won't be any deals because the market is still strong. Correct. It's going to right. stay. And the banks, it's going to like, stay strong. Even now, like foreclosures at the market, I was pricing some out because, I mean, we've talked about this. I buy homes. Like we buy, we buy a lot of real estate. We buy, renovate, resell, rent. Um, we do a lot of that. And every time I look at foreclosures, they're priced at retail. Yeah. They're not. Banks aren't giving those things away. There's no depreciation in the market now. They look at the stats and they see. Their people the can increase, do math. Yeah. Six months of increasing prices. Why are we going to fire sell this? We we need to we need to price it at market. It'll move. So anyway, we're going to be back. We're going to continue this conversation after a quick break here on the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show. So we're back here on the Duncan Duo Show talking about the Tampa Bay real estate market. Look, we know that interest rates are higher. We know it's a little harder to qualify for a home. Um, the real estate market isn't as strong as it was a year and two years ago. Still very healthy in historical terms in Tampa Bay compared to other real estate markets we've had. I mean, I've been through this. This is, man, it's crazy for me to say this. It makes me feel really old to know that I have a 20-year-old daughter and I've been in real estate for 19 years. Every time I say that, I'm just like, oh, I like cringe. You know, it's my 19th year in real estate. I just, I, it just, I cringe. But it's it's just the reality of it. And so I've seen the ups and the downs. I've seen every market. I've been in the short sale foreclosure market. I've been in the the uh, the hedge fund market. I've been in the iBuyer market, and now we're in the you know kind of the um, the inflation you know kind of holding back inventory high rate market that has kind of slowed our real estate market. Um, it, it's really slowed it even worse in other parts of the country. But here, because we have such population growth, it's still making us healthy. But there are people out there getting their mortgages declined. And I want to talk about this because I think there's some people out there that get their mortgage declined. And they may have gotten a decline because they went to the wrong company. Yep. Like you know, like you guys are going to look at the whole thing. Like like to give an example, um, mortgage lenders have what's called an overlay, right? And Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, FHA, VA, it doesn't matter what type of loan. There's typically a, a lender. The, there's typically their guidelines, and then the lender that says, "Okay, we want to go a little higher, Correct. or we want to be a little safer because we don't want to get stuck stuck with something," right? So. Um, that particular lender may say, "Oh, you, you know, Fannie Mae declined you," but it may not have been Fannie Mae. It right. may have been their specific overlay, and a different lender could have qualified you. That's why getting more than one opinion is crucial. Very crucial. So we don't have any overlays at all. Um, it's awesome. So, so what that means for those of you listening? So let's just say the minimum credit score for a conventional loan is six twenty. Well, there might be a company that theirs is six eighty. They won't go down that low. Um, so that's that's an example of what an overlay is. But yeah, it's a lot of days now at times people fill an application out online. They may speak to someone for two minutes, say, "Hey, you don't qualify," without any of the reasons as to what that is that you might not qualify for. We do everything over the phone. We take, a, I guess you could say, a holistic approach. Well, not holistic approach, but a a, 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 a bigger. A wider view, a wider Holistic angle. is like doctor version, yeah. but I think what I you're like trying to say, to say is a like whole a, yes. larger approach. I get what you're saying. I understand what you're I, I, saying. I, I kind of think we are very doctors. doctor-esque, but, do- I, but I get it. You're, you're looking at it from a twenty, like a really broad overview to look Correct. at everything they're doing. Uh, uh, broad is, is perfect. I didn't get much sleep last night. So a, a broader overview so that we can see the whole picture and give a good explanation as to, hey, you don't qualify because of this. 
let's get you with the right people to fix your credit, file more in your taxes next year to yeah. give you a roadmap to get to where yeah, you need yeah, to yeah. be. And I think that um, on the same token, credit scores, let's say a lender says, oh, you're declined because your credit score. It might have been something simple. It might have been something you could easily get removed from the credit Correct. that you could pay off very easily. Um, we saw one not long ago um, where it was like they had like a $1,700 thing that was an error that was on their credit forever and they paid it forever ago and and the the debt got bought by somebody and it, it just got reported incorrectly. And then we saw another medical one not long ago where that should have gotten removed. So so again, a lot of these companies that are like the mills, you know, the one eight hundreds, the ones with lot lots and lots and lots online of lenders. Uh, online lenders with online commercials. You know, they're just they're just going through a numbers game, right? They get somebody that's declined, they're just moving to the next person trying to get the next approval, right? They're not really looking at it like you guys are from a consult perspective. Correct. So it could if if that's the case, it also could be your debt to income ratio. Um that could be something that could be as simple as paying off one debt um if you have the money. Um looking at what you have in reserves and savings and other investments to be able to pay off debts. Um, you know, it could be as simple as that, or it could be that you're just not going to qualify and you've got to start a plan to pay that debt down. Correct. Um, or of course, get your income up. Yeah. You know, I mean, those are the two things. It's like you got to, if your debt to income is off, you need either your income higher or your debt lower. And, and there's some practical ways you can go about doing that. Um, going, asking for a raise and then coming back in six months. Correct. And then focus, using that raise to pay down your debt. And then once your debt's paid, you know, like, cause what a lot of people do, I think when they get a raise. They go spend more money. Spend you know, more. They go spend more money. And if you got a raise and you're trying to qualify for a mortgage, you'll spend more money. Use that money to pay your debt down. Correct. And I mean, and, and this is the thing for those that are kind of nervous about finding out what they're approved for because they think something's wrong or there is something wrong with their credit. Get in front of it. Yeah. Let's get a plan. Let's let's get you on the path to purchasing a home. People don't like conflict. No. So they're afraid of it. They just, oh, we're just gonna forget about it. We're gonna act like it's not yeah. there. And like I tell my kid this all the time. I'm like, look, kid, it, you know, like if you have something, you gotta address it. Like you can't get just kick the it. can down the road Correct. and expect it to to work itself out. Life doesn't work that way. Mortgage decline because you're down payment. You don't have enough down payment. Now there's some options there too. Um, you know, you may you may have been declined because you don't have the money down, but maybe you could get the money down from a family member. Correct. Maybe you have a retirement account that you can take the down payment from. Um, you know, so there are options out there for that. Or again, um, the other side of the down payment path is you can look at other loan products. Yeah. Um, maybe you qualify for an FHA. We had one not long ago. We had a retired uh, Navy SEAL that legit was trying to qualify for a conventional mortgage. When he could have done a VA. Yeah. Like, there's so many people that don't need Like, it's amazing to That's me that That's where they the don't explanation know. comes and, in. And you know what? The the reason why is, like, 17 years ago, yeah, 17 years ago, dude had a foreclosure on, a, on his VA property, and by now, it's like, you're fine. Like, yep. you can go out and go through the process, and, and again, but he thought he couldn't qualify anymore because, oh, I had a foreclosure on my VA back in the day. It's like, no, it's 17 years. We, we, we can work through this and see what we can do. So there's a lot of paths that you can take. So make sure you're talking to a mortgage lender that is going to take that broader view approach to look at every single angle. And we're going to continue this conversation. We're going to talk more about the Tampa Bay real estate market after a quick break here on the Duncan Duo Show. So we're back here on the Duncan Duo Show. We've briefly talked about the Hometown Heroes program, which is the mortgage program in the state of Florida that will give you up to $35,000 in down payment assistance if you meet income guidelines 
and if you work for a Florida-based company. Now, here's the key to this. I wish DeSantis would have changed the name of it from Hometown Heroes because I think there are a lot of people when they hear that it's Hometown Heroes, Heroes. They, they think they don't qualify. Well, I'm not a hero. I didn't serve in the military. I'm not a police officer. I'm not a paramedic. I'm not a teacher. I'm not a healthcare worker. I'm not a Amazon package worker because I'm going to be honest with you. Those people are my heroes. Oh, me too. Those people bring my Amazon <laughs> packages. Those guys Those guys are my heroes, man. I got, You know what? I'm, I'm going to give Amazon a little love here because I got to tell you, when I order something at like 8 in the morning and it shows up at By noon, the end of the that's day like magic. Yes. That's magical. So those people are my heroes, and I want to make sure that they know. And look, and listen, Amazon workers, Okay, I'm speaking directly to you right now. And really, anyone that works for a, a company that has offices in Florida, y'all qualify for this. You get, Correct. And there's only, it sounds like they're estimating four to six weeks left of funding before the money is going to run out. It's a sad, sad day for us. But yes, four to six weeks is what they're predicting from the state website. They'll probably re-up it, but don't take that don't chance. Count don't, 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 don't count on it. Don't count on it. Don't wait. Yeah, so four to six weeks left. So if you want 30, because here's the thing, when you factor in, for home buyers, if you factor in Getting $35,000 towards your purchase, right? Um, the fact that you can get a better deal today and not overpay as much as you were going to a while ago, even if you're at higher rates, that $35,000 is going to buy you some payment relief. Correct. Okay. And some instant equity. If you can afford the little bit higher payment, the rates are going to come back down. Now, are they going to come back down to the threes anytime soon? Well, again, it depends on who we elect, but I mean, that's a whole, I can do a whole show about that. that I think most of our (laughs) listeners would probably agree with, Um, but the reality is it will, it will depend a lot on that. Now, if that doesn't, uh, if that doesn't happen, they're still going to eventually come down because they're very cyclical and the way economics works, eventually they're going to come back down to the threes, maybe not, but to the fives, I wouldn't be surprised within a couple of years if we see interest rates with a five in front of it. Yeah. Or a mid four. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised again, a lot of things dependent on that. Um, you know, the aliens, maybe they show up. (laughs) I mean, we don't even know anymore at this point, but in reality, I do think that uh, there are people out there sitting on the sidelines that have the ability to capitalize on this program and are not, and I think they're going to they're gonna regret it later. So four to six weeks left. And again, don't think you don't qualify. You, do, you literally do not have to have some special hero-type job. You you have to work for a Florida-based company. and Or that has an office in Florida. That has right. an office in Florida, right. a location in Florida, and um, and you qualify. And it's... $35,000, up to $35,000, and there are a lot of people getting all $35,000 towards purchases, and they're going to be sitting pretty in a couple of years when they got thirty five grand free, bought at a better price than you would have than you would have had to pay a year ago, yep. uh, and on top of all that, refinance later, have their free money, and have their a, a huge amount of equity, and get back down to the rate after paying the higher rate for a few years. So a lot of people are going to be sitting pretty that do this right now. And I'm a firm believer. I believe, you know, if you're talking about like the best financial decisions, I'm all in on doing things when the rest of the public isn't doing them. You know, like if the rest of the public is saying buy houses, buy houses, buy houses, you probably missed it. Yep. You know, but but there are a lot of people right now that are taking advantage of this and they're they're gonna be in really good shape in a few years. So so again, you're listening to the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show. When we aren't on air, make sure to follow us uh W uh follow us at the Duncan Duo here on WFLA News at the Duncan Duo, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook. Um we're out there at the Duncan Duo. Register 
at theduncanduo.com for our home seller workshop or go to jointheduo.com if you're thinking about uh, a change in your real estate company or thinking about starting a real estate career. Look, I started my real estate career. My real estate career took off in the worst real estate economy that we've had in Florida in decades. Uh, so I am a believer that it doesn't matter about the market. It matters about how much effort you're willing to put in. And man, there are a lot of real estate agents out there that are that that knew how to do well in a hot market that don't know how to do well with interest rates where they are, that don't know how to do well when the market shifts. Um, and, and my company is fortunate that that we know how to adapt and handle and, and navigate through those trying times. So we're going to keep generating leads. We're going to keep spending money on advertising. Uh, so again, if you're interested in our model and joining us, go check out jointheduo.com. Uh, and you know what I find too? Uh, and again, I want to speak to the real estate agents that are thinking about changing companies right now, because this is just, this is true hard facts right now. There are a lot of real estate agents right now that are thinking about changing companies that probably just need to look in the mirror because again, I'm happy for you to come to my company. Okay, but I'm not happy for you to come to my company if you think that coming to any real estate company is the magical, the magical wand to real estate. Real estate's about doing the work, and we get people all the time that say, "Oh, you know, I'm I'm leaving this company because of all this and all this, and and I need a place that'll hold me accountable." And then they come, and then they don't want to be held accountable. Correct. It's like you know, if you really want to dial into a new model and be coachable. And change the bad habits that you have. Come to us if you want to come and keep doing the same stuff that's got you to where you are. Then, then don't. Ever there's certainly times when people need a new leader and a new voice. But there's probably just as much time that real estate agents think about changing companies. And if they looked within, they'd realize like they're not doing what they need to be. It's not the company. Yeah. They're not. Yeah, they're not doing what they need to do to be successful. Nope. You know, I mean, we had we had um, Tony Salazar from Eight Limbs Creative on the show. And, you know, I've obviously been a big proponent of TV, you know, mass media marketing. Um, I do a lot of video. I'm not as I haven't the last couple of weeks. I'm lacking. I need to get back on it. But but I've shot a lot. I've shot hundreds, thousands of probably videos, uh, gobs of TV commercials on the radio all the time, on billboards. Like, I'm not afraid to put in a spotlight on me. But there are a lot of real estate agents that just aren't doing these new mediums. And then they want to wonder why no one wants to work with them. You know, like I had an agent not long ago on my team. Join us. A couple weeks in, said he got a lead, and then the lead stopped calling. I was like, "Well, you ain't even got a, you ain't got a bio written on our website. That was step number one, and you're onboarding. Yeah. You didn't do it. Like, somebody's going to look you up. They're not going to believe you're real. They're not going to believe you're like legit. You're Nowadays, not a professional. No, correct. You only have your photo on Realtor.com. I mean, get out of here, dude. Like, you're not doing what you need to do to be successful. And that's, I think, a lot of real estate agents. They get in, they see someone else being successful. Okay, they go to Fakestagram. I mean, Instagram. Okay, <laughs> they go to Fakestagram. All right. And they see someone being successful and they think the reason the person's successful is because they're in real estate. And I got to tell you, like, I, I've never met somebody that jumps right into real estate and just makes it rain. Okay. They get into real estate and they work their you know what off. Yep. And that's what makes them successful. Day in and day out. But you're not seeing the work, you're seeing the fruits of their labor. People that follow me on Instagram say, oh, I want to get to where you're at. You know, you know I'm going to be the number one agent in Tampa in two years. Look, I'll, I'll you know, if you believe it, I'll support you. Go for it. But this didn't happen in two. It happened in 19. You know, I didn't drive. I didn't drive these cars and live in this house two years into the business. I grinded and grinded and grinded. And and there are a lot of people that just want to get in and they want the fruits of the labor, but they don't want to do the labor. Right. Like they don't want to put in the effort. So and I'm sure you deal with that all the time. 
we see it in all different things. But to add to that, you know, it's funny, a funny story. <clears throat> so as long as I've been in this business, I've known about you, right? Your, your office, everything you do. I had a closing with Kendall, right? Kendall Fudge, I, yep. ha- I had the buyer. Yep. And this was probably over six years ago, before video marketing, anything like that. And he pulled out his, uh, his phone and he asked the clients, hey, can I take a video of you? Can you tell me what you guys loved about the transaction? Video you design. guys have been doing that since the Forever. beginning. Yeah. Like if you look back, like we've, we've had, we started doing, we have a YouTube channel that we started. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to date myself here. <laughs> we started a YouTube channel like 15 years ago. And I have to tell you, like, if I look back, they're some cringy, videos, right? They're so <laughs> cringy. <laughs> look, okay. I'm going to admit, like I've had jokes about this and everything. My teeth are paid for. Okay. Like yeah. <laughs> if you look back at my old videos, my teeth didn't look like this. The, okay. The like up is real. They were, oh. they were not good. And I was a lot heavier. I didn't take care of myself. I didn't look good, but you know what? I didn't give a, you know what? I went and I did the videos and I spoke about real estate, and I put out the videos. But you're right; we've we've got hundreds of video testimonials on our page. Yeah. We've been doing it forever, and and so like the the reality is is that there are a lot of agents that want to get in, and then but they don't want to they do don't want to do all the work. Yeah. They don't want to do the work. They want the fruits of labor. They want to live in the house on Bayshore. They want to drive the cars, but they don't want to do the work that gets it there. And so. Uh, you know, so if you're going to come to our company, just know like we can get you there. I have agents making incredible incomes, more than ever made in their life. I have, uh, you know, my number one agent sold fish tackle in a fish tackle shop, okay, before she got into real estate. Now she kills it. Now, but the point is, is you got to do the work. You know, right. you're not just going to show up, wave a flag, and expect it to rain money. You've got to do the work. And and again, because of social media, there are far too many people that see reality TV shows. And watch stuff on social media and think that the that that the path to then make money is getting into real estate. Yeah. It, look, real estate is a great career. It can be a path of the right people to have an incredible life and make make a lot of money, give a lot back to charity, and, and have everything they ever wanted. However, real estate is the vehicle. It's your work ethic. That's it's gonna get not you there. for the faint of heart. I mean, no, it's, it's, not. it's starting any business. You're whether you're yeah. accounting, construction, real estate. And you have to, if you're going to do the videos, you got to get thick skin. Correct. Because I have to say, you know how many people made fun of me online, talk about how I was fat, said, you know, I mean, everything you can imagine, this is stupid, you look ugly, and you need a new suit, and, you know, like, I mean, you, you know. You did have and, that one video with that big suit on, though, you said, right? Oh, I had a bad suit. <laughs> I did have a bad suit, man. I, You know, but you know what as we As long talk, as you can laugh at it, though, but, you know? but the reality is people talked about it. Correct. You any, know? any press so, is good press. So so the point is, is, like, just be prepared. If you're going to go big, okay, if you want to run a big business, if you want to put a big spotlight on yourself, if you want to get a lot of followers and viewers and make a lot of money, you're going to have a target on you. And some people are comfortable with it. Some people aren't. Um, but it's it becomes a necessity. If you if you want to get bigger and bigger, it's a necessity. And and a lot of people won't even get to step one. Correct. And that's you know that that's just a reality that a lot of people aren't going to adapt. And so if you're not going to adapt, if you're not coachable, if you don't want to do the work, I don't want you. Like I, I'll admit, don't go to jointheduo.com. If you don't want to put in the work, if you don't want to be coachable, and you don't want to change your bad habits that have you leaving the place that you're at, then then don't come to my company. I, I want people that want to work and grind and and I will pour into you and my team will pour into you and we will help you achieve things you never could have achieved, but it's going to take a commitment from you to change. Correct. You know, in fact, like we do a book club um, and, and we do a book club where we read a book every two months. Right now we're reading a book called Change or Die. 
And I think it's so relevant for real estate agents right now because you have to change. You, yeah. you, uh, or not you're not going to make it. Be. Correct. And it's why the failure rate's so high. So anyway, if you're thinking about a career, join the duo.com, but only if you're coachable, only if you want to do the work, um, only if you want to change your bad habits. Again, join the duo.com. We're going to be back with our last segment after a quick break here on the Duncan Duo Show. So we're back here on the Duncan Duo Show talking about the Tampa Bay real estate market. Hey, we talked about mortgage getting declined earlier in the show with Josh Goodwin from Goodwin Mortgage Group. I'm Andrew Duncan of the Duncan Duo team at REMAX. And so there are some stupid money mistakes that can get your mortgage declined that, um, unfortunately, we call them stupid. And there's a lot of really smart people that still do these things because they just don't know any better. Yep. They don't really think about the the logistics of it. They, they just don't understand. So the first one, moving money around. If you've got multiple checking accounts, savings accounts, money market accounts, and you're qualifying for a mortgage, and you move money from one place to another while you're going through the mortgage process, the lender is going to it's going to throw up red flags. They're going to think is there some sort of influx of money? Is he losing money? Is he making money? Is somebody giving him money? Is there some sort of underhanded deal? You want to avoid doing that in the process of qualifying for a mortgage. Correct. And if you can't, so the reason being is we need to find out where all money comes from. So if you move, and I've had clients do it, we, we tell them in the beginning, keep it all in the accounts until the end. Let us verify everything. It just becomes more hassle for the client. And if you don't have a lender that's strong enough to understand and ask the right questions to find out where it came from, you could potentially get a denial. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. The next one, taking the leave of absence from work. Oh, God. I got a story about that one. <sighs> this is a bad one. Your income can't drop. You can't take a leave of absence. You can't decide to stop getting paid what you're getting paid while you go through the mortgage process. That's probably my six. Can't change jobs either. No. That's another one. Unless you're making more money. But don't do it, please. Um my, my, like my fifth or sixth deal in my career, the one that you always remember. And we, we fought to get this deal done. Day of closing, my processor calls me. She's like, hey, yeah, this one's not closing. I'm like, what do you mean? Well, the client, we did a final verification of employment. He quit his job. Uh, so he, was, he, had, he had a personal training job and this job. He was making more money on a personal training, but we couldn't use it because he just started it. And I called him up. I'm like, hey, I told you we needed this income. He's like, well... You know, I was really stressed about buying the house. <laughs> I'm like, well, well the good news is now you're not buying it now. No more stress, no baby. No more stress. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. That's crazy. So yeah, you can't change your job. And even a better paying job, if it's in a different industry, could be a major problem it, too. It could be. Yes, we work around it if it's the same industry, but it's best just to stay put with what you have. Until your mortgage is done, then, done. Do your, then do your thing. Okay. Correct. Uh, applying for new lines of credit. This one's always fun. It, you know, like, hey, guess what? I know it's two weeks before closing, but I bought a brand new Mustang. Yeah, or, oh my God, I got all this furniture and I opened this new credit card. Yeah, yeah. I got, I got, I already stocked the house. I've got yeah. it in my apartment just waiting to be put in. $60,000 worth yeah. of furniture. But it's 0% interest. It's <laughs> <laughs> 0% interest, Josh. Oh, I've heard That it. doesn't count. Okay. Doesn't it's count. still debt. All right. It doesn't matter if you don't have to pay on it for 13 months. In fact, that's even worse. Correct. Like you're, you're going to, you still have that obligation and the lender thinks, oh no, now you're going to miss it. It's going to end up hitting 22%. Yep. And we got to factor all that into where about your default, your likely default in the future. What's that old saying, right? It's like, hey, yeah, they had a sale at Target. I only had to spend like $50, but, but you still spent $50. Right. And guess what? The sale, there'll be another sale after <laughs> yes. you close in the house. Yes. Like the whole sale thing, like there's, it was a 0% interest. <laughs> you know how often I see the Canes, rooms, to, all those places, they do 0% well, the, all the time. The best is going out of business and then a year later they're still in business. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> everything must go. Yeah, everything must go. <laughs> they're still there. Yeah, yeah. Or like, it was the best car deal ever. They gave yeah. me all these benefits. It's like, you could have got that six weeks later. Correct. After you close on the house. 
Another one, going on shopping sprees. Yeah. That's a bad one. Racking the credit cards up. That's a bad one during the holidays. I mean, obviously, it's approaching. We're a little early to talk about it, but it's not far off. I mean, we're closer to... We're to, we're closer to Christmas Correct. than we are to you know January. So yeah. so again we're we're there. Um, people go on people spend too much during the holidays, and then they they mess up their debt to income and they or have, their credit score their yeah. credit score drops because they have they're holding too much credit. So yeah, that's a that's a big one. Like yeah, anybody that's under contract or looking to buy a home, talk to your loan officer first and say hey, I got to buy this thing. Will it affect me? Like I had a client call me and uh, it's like hey I I got to. I gotta put this stuff in my credit card. It's like six grand, and they were already under contract. We didn't need to repull their credit before closing. Like you're fine, go ahead. It's but not gonna affect ta- you, correct? But if he didn't, and say we had to repull his credit before closing, right. that score could have dropped, could have affected the rate. Yep. It could have done a multitude of things. Another one is if you sell stuff. Okay, like look, there's a lot of people that have side gigs. Okay, they sell a car, they sell a piece of furniture on Facebook Marketplace, they put some stuff on eBay, like. Talk to your mortgage loan officer because the amount of money that you think is a big deal versus the amount of money the mortgage lender thinks is a big deal are two different things. Correct. I, I had one not long ago where a guy sold a, a car. He had a car that he owned. He sold it for fifteen grand, and he put the fifty. This is probably, this is years ago. This is before we were even working together. But he put his fifteen grand in the bank, and the bank's like, "Whoa, what is this? this you got to have from? a paper trail. You got it. Where's the bill, bill of, of sale? sale? Oh, I sold yeah. it to my buddy." I just handed him the title. Oh no! Yes. All right. Well, you know we can't source it, can't use it. Right. Exactly. So, so again, there are a lot of obstacles that that you run into that people that uh, again the mills, the mortgage lender mills, just don't get on top of. Correct. So, we appreciate you tuning in. As a reminder, again, hit us up at theduncanduo.com for a home seller workshop where you can register for free home selling tips to maximize your home value. Go to jointheduo.com if you're a real estate agent and you want to do the work. If you want to do the work, if you want to be coachable, we'd love to have you. We're growing. We're still spending money on marketing and lead generation. Um, and, and again, we've you know we've wrote out the stores before. We've been through the ups and downs in the market. You can do that at jointheduo.com. You can apply for any one of our open positions or register for our career night, which is coming up again the second Tuesday of each month. And um, we hope you have an awesome rest of your Sunday, Tampa Bay. Thank you for tuning in.